hallelujah. Well, now, what are we going to do now? Okay, somebody pray and ask the Lord what we're going to do now. Okay, this is a family gathering. So, uh, where's Bud? I'm going to get to Bud here in a minute. Uh, part of what I have learned over the years, we love giving presents. Now, presents, yes, electronics and clothes and nice pajamas and yes, 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 all of that is so very good. By the way, Mark and Beth, be sure and see Mickey after we get through here because if you don't see Mickey, she's got a present for you and she's going to freak out on me. So Mickey, Mark and Beth are right over there. Excuse me. That's a little family agenda that I needed to take care of. I love giving presents. But the kind of present that I really, really, really appreciate doesn't come in a box, doesn't come in a paper wrapping. It comes from the heart and from the mind. And it's an emotional present or a spiritual present or a relational present that we speak with our mouths. And so part of what I'm going to do is ask you here in just a moment, if you want to say anything as a present, a gift, certainly to the Lord or to your church right here at King's Grand Baptist Church, or maybe to one of your brothers and sisters sitting in the group, is there something that you really want to say that's a gift to them, something spiritual or relational or emotional or affirming or positive that you would give to somebody else or to the Lord or to your church. Now, to start this off, I had a gift given to me this morning. No, it wasn't candy, although, boy, I got some good last night. <laughs> it was a wonderful family, emotional Thanksgiving present. So, Bud, come on up here. And I've asked Bud to give that gift to you guys because with great emotion and deep, heartfelt statements, Bud shared some things that he experienced, I think you said, last night. So Bud, share with us, please. I was up at, uh, up at midnight. I was waiting for Santa. I was standing by the uh, fireplace. Uh, <clears throat> and I was looking at, at, at all the stockings, and we had nine stockings up there. And each of them has the names of the of the members as they were added. And I remembered how just feeling tremendously blessed that 40 years ago, one stocking with Bud. And then I was blessed with Charlene coming into my life that God gave me. And that was a blessing. And then through that blessing, three additional blessings of Trey, Chris, and Ethan, my sons. And then through, the, through those blessings, two wonderful daughters-in-law, Renee and Abby, and through those blessings, two phenomenal grandchildren, Rory and Spencer. And I just, I just wept at the blessings that I've been given and that sometimes I take for granted and I don't always appreciate as I should. But the realization that now I've, I've got two grandchildren, I don't have 13 or 14 depending on how we count them. But uh, um, I... Uh, just these, the, the phenomenal blessing of family that we sometimes take for granted. And, 
take this take an opportunity this Christmas season to, to, to recognize, you know, sometimes when things aren't going quite so well and you think, oh, we got this problem, but I'm looking at all of those stockings up there and all that wonderful blessing that's happened in my life. Thank you very much. Amen. Yeah. Isn't that nice? I love stories. I love God's stories. Blessings and relationships and provision and how God treats us. It's just a wonderful thing. Now, I don't know if you have things that you want to say. A gift to the Lord, a gift to your church, a gift to a brother and sister. But... With God's guidance and briefly spoken, because we got, we may have a bunch of people. I don't know. We might be here till four o'clock this afternoon. Not. But would somebody else like to share? And I'm going to bring the microphone to you. These things don't bite, by the way, okay? Some people say, oh, I, I don't know if I can talk on it. Wait a minute, where is it? Here it is. But would somebody like to share a gift to the Lord, to your church, or to some brother or sister sitting in the group? All right, Charlie, I appreciate it. Thank you, John. Merry Christmas to all. The gift that we've been given is 38 years of wonderful fellowship and, and love from this congregation. That's the second best gift. The best gift is the Lord, obviously, and we're so thankful for Jesus and his coming and the difference that he's made in our lives. So I just want to thank all of you. If I don't know you well, I hope I have the opportunity to do that. And, and lastly, not that it's necessarily number three, but Don, you're a gift to us too, and we just thank you for coming. Wow, I didn't know I was going to get such a nice gift there at, at the very outset. Thank you, Charlie. God bless you, brother. All right, Marvin. You want to say something, sir? Stand up. Thank you, sir. Stand up. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hold the mic. Yep. I know one thing through God's provisions. It helps me not to worry daily. Now, there is a sermon, folks. That's the briefest and maybe the most pointed and maybe the most effective sermon I've heard in a while. Thank you, Marvin. Okay? Thank you very much. We're going to just go ahead. Okay, Carmen. Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm grateful for my friend and my family, and also for this church. In the name of Jesus, Merry Christmas. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. This lovely lady, you know, sometimes I sit here, sometimes my wife and I sit over there, but this lovely lady sits here every Sunday. And she's, you're such a bright spirit and such a gift to all of us. Thank you. All right, who else? Okay. Oh, boy. I got to see Bob Nixon back here. I'm not... Wait a minute. Maybe I won't give it to him. <laughs> I want to say Merry Christmas to my church family. And I want to say thank you to my beautiful wife for 
a lot of years, 32. But I want to publicly say thank you to my sister because back in 1996, I was happily non-practicing, not going to church, and my sister thankfully bugged me and my wife for over a year to come visit this church. And we finally said yes. And that started a journey in our salvation. Thank you, Lorraine. Some emotion right back here on this row. I apologize to all of Pete's friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that... That is the icing on the cake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I just found out something today. I didn't know that y'all were brothers and sisters, so God bless you. Huh? If you're twins, she's a lot better looking than you are. <laughs> All right. Well, God bless you. Thank both of you. All right. Who else here? All right, DJ. Well, first off, I'd like to thank God for sending me somebody that really likes me for some strange, for some strange reason. I don't know why, but she has brought me two lovely children, four grandchildren, and a life that's unbelievable. Thank you very much, baby. Amen. Uh, okay, we we have a rebuttal here. Okay. When I came to Virginia in 1974 as a new Navy wife, I lived on Bellhaven, and this was the closest Baptist church. When I would move, I'd always start with the closest and see if that fit. I walked in the door of this church. Nobody said anything yet because I just got inside, and I felt like I was home, and I have been. And this family has supported me through a divorce, a remarriage, loss of a child, and the birth of a child. And I love you all. Merry Christmas. Amen. Now, I love the statement there. I'm sorry nobody spoke to you the moment you came in, but I love the fact that the Lord spoke to you the moment you came in. And I know, I know. But my point is the Spirit of the Lord was right there to give you an impression that this was a godly place and it was a place for for you. Amen. Thank you. We're doing pretty well, folks. We are sharing some heartfelt things. We're sharing some meaningful things. And we're getting a little laughter into it. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, 34 years ago, King's Grant was our home. <laughs> and we are feel blessed that God has brought us back to the area. And that hopefully this will return as our home. Thank you. Amen. Did you hear somebody over there say, welcome home? <laughs> Who said that? Okay. Back there on, on, on the Bob Lorraine Road back there. <laughs> All right. In this great Christmas present sharing, I love it. Who else? Y'all have not been shy, so. Now, see, here's a threat or a promise. If you're not going to share anything else, I'm going to preach. 
<laughs> I will, I will some, but this is a great Christmas morning. All right, Danny. Merry Christmas, everyone. We had a uh, wonderful uh, candlelight Christmas Eve service last night. It was very good, all the singing and a good time together. Um, from there, we went to my mom's house where we had a uh, something we've been doing, I guess, for the last 30 years. Everybody gets together Christmas Eve, and it was uh, a good time. And today we get to um, worship our, with our church family, and uh, we just want to say that we uh, really appreciate you. And uh, when Diane and I came here, uh, when the churches were starting back after COVID, uh, we really felt welcome. And uh, we've enjoyed it, and we've gotten to know a lot of wonderful people. And we uh, especially appreciate you, Don. So thank you, and uh, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Danny. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Bill. See, people just keep popping up all around. Thank you. Uh, well, I, I just uh, want to, I'm, I'm grateful for my family. Uh, I can't uh, thank my family enough for being a part of me and me being a part of them. But beyond that, I, I, I have to say that, you know, I'm, I'm gifting, I'm re-gifting, I guess, a gift that I've been given this this morning because I want to say that when I come to this church, uh, I feel and see, experience the worship of Christ, and I'm grateful for the, that I am able to do that, and it's not because of, of form. Form is not what brings that worship spirit to me. It's the substance that I feel when I come in these doors, and that substance is through the word of of preaching that substance lies in the words of the songs and it doesn't matter where the song comes from as long as that song has the spirit of Christ in it so it's that substance that I'm grateful for not any form I don't even look for form I don't even want to experience that necessarily and sometimes form brings a little bit of stress because you feel like you got to keep up with the schedule or a timetable or something else, you know, or did I do it right? But when you, when you feel Christ and the Spirit of Christ and, the, and you experience the fruit of, of, the minute of the Spirit, there's not pressure there because that's where joy comes from. There's joy in that. And I just want to share that as a re-gift that I've been given in addition to my family. See, these are sermons, folks. And I want to assure this mom over here who's struggling with a beautiful child that is doing what children do, that that is a gift. Okay? And please do not feel uncomfortable at all because how many parents have we got in the room? Praise your hand. If you're mom, dad... Okay, you all know you've been there, right? And what a blessing to be there. You know, we've got two daughters and all those grandchildren. How did I get labeled with the 13 or 14 thing, however you add it up, because of what I've said? 
Mickey, we have 13 grandchildren, right? You started this because you told me 14 one time. It's her fault. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, folks, we have a new thing. Most of our grandchildren are now all the way from 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, up to two of them married in their mid-20s. But all those in their later teenagers, we got a lot of other guys and girls hanging around our family, significant others, and our daughters saying, oh, my goodness, I want to trade them in. So what else would you share? I am so blessed to have heard these. Oh, yes, Peggy, I see that hand. Thank you. I, too, have to um, thank all of the congregation. Uh, we've been here 35, 36 years, and they have um, taught us. They have taught my son and my children. My children found Jesus here and got baptized here and got married here. And they had wonderful youth leaders that taught my, my children and even my grandchildren here. Beth has been wonderful to my grandchildren. And um, I'm just so thankful because keeping my family here and my children here and my family here through their, my grandchildren here through their teenage years, what they learned here has helped them through their life and kept them close to the Lord to get through anything that might come. And I just am so thankful for my church family because the rest of my family is up north in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And when my husband had his heart attack and we went through many tough years, everybody was there for me. And it's just a wonderful feeling to be part of the family of God. Do you notice how many times people have said family? Family, 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 family. And I am thrilled about my family, Mickey and all that we share. I'm thrilled about your family as husbands and wives and moms and dads and grandparents and all like that. But also the reflection is on our church family. And I appreciate so much that we get to spend Christmas morning for a few minutes like we are right now as a family sitting around sharing these gifts with each other. That's... See, I told you I didn't know what we were going to do today. Well, good. I sort of like what he tells me, too. Most of, Well, yeah, all the time. Let me be proper and right there. All right, some more. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to pray and dismiss y'all, okay? <laughs> My wife is a wonderful lady. I want to say thank you to Belinda and Beth and Amy for last night. If y'all missed the children's service, it was wonderful. And a church that loves their children is a church that finds the heart of God. Because Jesus said, bring them to me. And even to the mother with the, with the child, we forget that Christmas was with a baby. And sometimes we forget to let them be babies. But last night was wonderful. 
And the candlelight service was wonderful, but the children's service was warm and special. So we have great staff here, and we love them and appreciate them so much. I, I knew when Mickey raised her hand. Now, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a quick story. Both of our daughters, in their wedding ceremonies when they got married, I had the privilege of marrying them. I, could, I walked them down the aisle, and then I switched and went up and performed the ceremony. But when we got to the point where we give the bride away to the groom, we decided that Mickey and I would be a part of that. And so at that point, Mickey stepped up beside our daughters, and she stole the show. And I am emotional about that because she honored our daughters and talked about the joy of these two beautiful women that we were blessed with. And she just has a way of putting it. So thank you. And I completely concur Last night was beautiful. I'm sure many of you were there. And uh, it's just such a nice thing to share Christmas with this church family. Anybody else? All right. I see somebody back here in a red sweater. So since I got on red, I got to go back here and stand. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Excuse me, Bob. Can I put my arm around your wife? Okay. Thank you. Uh, No. Wait a minute. No, we're not going to go that far. Thank you. Okay, I know I will cry. I'm thankful for my son, Chris. (laughs) Every day I get to see God's love from him to others and all of you share his love back to Chris. And if I didn't have the difficulties in his life, I wouldn't see God's love showing like it is. So I'm thankful for you, Chris. Amen. Another very godly principle, and all of us have difficulties, some more severe than others. But she said, without those difficulties, without the struggles, that is biblical, folks. Struggles, suffering brings hope, perseverance, and character. If you don't believe me, go to the fifth chapter of Romans, and you will read that. Because we all have struggles. Donna, thank you so much. God bless you and your son and your family. All right, I'm just going to wait a little bit on the Lord and see what else. What, oh, oh, this is a young lady that I just met last night, and her name is Renee, and she's from Nebraska. How many people have been to Nebraska? <laughs> Renee, thank you. Please speak. I'd like to uh, have been from Nebraska and somewhere else right now because it's really snowy and cold there. Um, I have a lot of gifts, and Henry is my son, and I'm so proud 
to have raised him and to watch him grow into what God wants him to do. And Rebecca standing right beside him and doing what God wants them to do. And I appreciate this church for supporting them and helping them grow and being a part of them. And I thank Brian, my boyfriend, for getting me here. Henry and Rebecca have lived here five years, and this is my first time being here. And it's just such a gift, such a pleasure. Thank you. Well, Renee, we're very glad you're here. And we're very glad Henry and Rebecca are here because they do serve the Lord and this church. So God bless y'all as a family. All right. Don't miss an opportunity. Now, DJ, you, you, you've already spoken. <laughs> First thing that goes to memory. Uh, yes, my wife, bless her heart. We took her to Kansas where we were in the church out there, and they tried really hard to, to keep us. But they, they just weren't like this church. And then we came back to Virginia Beach, and bless her heart, she made me come here again. And it was like coming home. I mean, you know, I was brought up in Norfolk at a Methodist church. But the Baptists have a, you girls can cook. Now, the reason he thought about that, because when you said Nebraska, he said, I went to Kansas. See, so it, it's, they are close, aren't they? Check my geography, folks. Y'all have been checking my math, so. <laughs> All right. This may be the most unusual sermon y'all have ever heard, right? Now, I will tell you, you can believe it or not, that I did have a sermon prepared. I remember I did this one time. I was an interim pastor of First Baptist Church, Suffolk, several years ago. And I just felt led prior to that. We just had such great worship. And, and it, last night here and today, our music and the worship, and, and I just felt impressed. But at First Baptist Church, Suffolk, this one particular time, I just felt so impressed that we were to pray. And I just stood up in front of 400 people in First Baptist Church and said, I'm not going to preach today. Now, they didn't applaud, okay? But, but I just said, I just want people all over the sanctuary to pray. And I want to invite anybody who wants to pray out loud for the benefit of the Lord and our church body to stand up and pray. We prayed for 45 minutes. It was blessed. It was amazing. Now, I did get accused of faking it and not having a sermon prepared for that day. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying this, because I wanted to convince y'all, or at least tell you that I did have a sermon, but I'm loving what y'all are doing right now. And I would love for anybody else to share a word. All right, Stan. Drill sergeant, I don't need a microphone, but I'll use it just for a convention. I want to thank God for what he's going to do. I have uh, unsaved family members that are far from Christ, and I know that it was trouble 
that brought me to Christ because it finally broke my will. And I want to thank him for what he's going to do. It reminds me of Christmas presents under the tree and how excited you are to, uh, to open them. I'm just waiting to see the presents that God gives us when some of these who are so far from him come to him. Now, I want to take a moment and ask you just in your own time, just for a couple of minutes of silence, I want you to pray about what Stan just said. Because what he just said is the call of Jesus Christ for us to be witnesses, for us to love, for us to be Christians like we're supposed to be, for us to reach out, for us to talk to others, for us to include them, to welcome them, and that, several of you have already said that that's part of why you came to this church. And Stan just mentioned that there are several people that are in his family or that he knows. And I don't know that I like this term, but it is descriptive. They are lost. They are in the darkness. And if there's anybody sitting in this group that does not know Jesus Christ, then you be sure and come and talk to me after we get through because we want God wants you to know Jesus Christ and so for just a moment we're going to be silent I'm not going to say anything I want you to pray in your own mind Stan preached another sermon he said he wants to be thankful for what God is going to do and certainly God is at work so please pray for a moment Father, we want to thank you for what you are doing and what you're going to do. We know that you are in charge of all, that you order our days, that you call us to your work. And our prayer would be that we would just see where you are working, what you are doing, who you are reaching out to, and then we would join you as a church family, as individuals, as Sunday school classes, as staff, that we would join you in your work. And then we know, since you are leading us, since it is your work, we know that it will be blessed and that we will be able to plant seeds, we will be able to minister, we will be able to witness, we will be able to include, we will be able to draw people through your spirit to this church, to Jesus Christ most of all. And that is what we are to be all about. Father, you are giving us joy here on this Christmas morning. You're giving us gifts on this Christmas morning. And we thank you. And we pray in Jesus' name.